Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, the podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. What's up, man? Nothing. What's up with you? You know, chilling. Mm-hmm. You look tired. Well, yeah, you just Sunday. gave a yawn. Yeah, I was, it was. It's Sunday. We I know we had you services. Twice. So I know I'm you're just tired. a little. I'm a little tired. It's fine. Um, so yeah, but you know we're we're finding time, making time to mm-hmm, do the mm-hmm. podcast thing, and I've uh, been looking forward to this. Yeah. Um, you, your son had a birthday party yesterday. Yes, he did. How did it go? It went fantastic. Everybody had a good time. Everyone had a great time. Awesome. Really, really good time. And how old is he now? Eight. Eight years old? Yes, I know the age of my children. Well, I asked you yesterday. You weren't no, too sure. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's that is exactly what happened. Yes, okay. Partially. partially. Yes, yes, okay. Yeah, the part you not knowing exactly. 100%. <laughs> I think I said, I was like nine, eight. You have three kids. I know. I feel like if you have more than two, you're allowed to get a little uncertain about their age. I feel like if you have more than one. No. Yeah, yeah. Because no. the other, what if they're close together? Still. Two, I can manage two. You can manage two, but I got four, so I have an excuse. That's your excuse. Yeah, whatever mm-hmm. I have, that's the that's that the, that's, that's yeah. the number. Mm-hmm. Whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much. Whatever I'm dealing with. Yeah. No, he loved his birthday party. It was great. Yeah. Lots of people came from his. Uh, Did you invite uh, his whole class? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Very yep. very cool. Did the whole social distance fun of it all? <laughs> you know, it was great. Man, I met a. I don't want to say his name, but I, there was a college student uh, visiting. Uh, church this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is his first time visiting, and uh, and just talking a little bit about school and how it's going and mm-hmm. COVID and all that. Mm-hmm. And I could I could see, and I don't think he listens, but if you are listening, bro, um, yeah, I, I could see on your face, man, you were feeling the weight of it all. Mm. Like it's been a long, it's been a long twenty twenty for everybody. And uh, boy, I could just see it, you know. And I'm like, hey, man, no pressure, but if you want to hang out, you know, grab a coffee or something, let me know, and we'll make it happen. He's like, no, that'd be really good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, looking forward to that. But yeah, people are, uh, you know, it's it's gonna get worse. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. You you getting ready to bunker down? Well, that's just what I do anyway. So yeah. Well, I've already told you, and I might as well say it now. If they shut down and the schools are done, you know where I'm going. Well, yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure we're all clear on that. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I will be leaving. Okay. Yeah. Whatever you got to do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll take the Zoom. <laughs> I just, I can't do it. I can't do it again. I can't do it again, Joe. Well, it's got to be. Okay, so you're just, you're just too delicate. You can't do it again. Yeah. You just can't handle it. Can't handle it. Okay. Yep. Yep. Mm. Sake of my marriage, my children, mm, your my marriage, family. Your marriage is fine. My marriage is strong, yeah. Yeah, your yeah, marriage has yeah. not suffered because of this. So uh, no, it's no. actually gotten stronger. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like you're <laughs> you're barking up the wrong tree, dude. Uh, but that's because I was so supportive of my wife, who you know, having the kids at home from yeah. homeschooling. Again, I know yeah. we mentioned before. Hats off to homeschool parents that have been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. Years. Yep. My goodness. Well, listen. I think that um, what we ought to do is. Um, if you leave for mm-hmm. an extended period of time, mm-hmm. um, I think we're going to have to talk about a new co-host. I think that's just uh, uh, like I said. I'll bring the Zoom. Uh, I just, you know, I think I'm not really sure how. Uh, you know, I guess I could talk to Steve. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't know you wanted to kill the podcast. <laughs> Doctrine and dead. <laughs> dead dead devotion. <laughs> so Jimmy, we're getting into the 16 no, not the, we already did the 1689. I know, yeah. We're yeah. doing the Baptist Catechism Baptist today. Catechism, Keach's Catechism. Not called Keach's Catechism. No, Questions I know you love 12 it. and 13. I love it. Questions. Yep, no, 12 and 13. Don't like All right, I'm going to read 12 catechism. right now. Okay, and then we'll get to 13. All right, I'm ready. All right, here we go. What is the work of creation? The work of creation is God's making all things of nothing by the word of his power in a space of six days and all very good. Very good. Very good. Yeah. So we're talking, um, I mean, the, the, the phrase, the Latin phrase that people use for this is creation ex nihilo. Mm-hmm, uh, it means mm-hmm. out of nothing. Yep. And uh, you, so I think when people think God's work of creation, they might have been thinking, well, everything that has been made, which is true, but here the emphasis is the fact that God made all things uh, with using nothing. Like he used nothing to make everything and he did it by the word of his power, right? Mm. That's the the basic idea here. And that's... Yeah, the only one that could take, make something out of nothing. Right. The only one that in the space of, it talks about like just this darkness devoid of all, there's God and by the power of his word. You ever watch uh, Fool Us? Fool us. That's a, a key. Uh, not key and peel. Uh, no, these guys are white. I know. Uh, 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 they have a Vegas show. I know. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. We were going to see them. I know. I know. I can't oh. tell you their names. I tell her. And, and <laughs> if I had a pen, I could write it down. Tingling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have seen. That's a good show, right? Yeah. I've and seen, it's, yep. it's, it's one of the things that we love about magic is the reason. And I have seen Fool Us. I do like that show as well. Yeah, it's, it's a great yeah. show. It's, yeah. it's, it's a really good show. So the... Uh, Full Show is a, is, a, is a magic show. Full House is a magic show. Um, but we like magic, or at least I like magic, because they're doing the impossible. Like David Blaine or somebody will pull something out of nothing. He will apparently mm-hmm, make something mm-hmm. out of nothing. The reason we all want to see that is because we know that that's an impossibility. Nobody yeah. can do that. And we're all trying to figure out how. Oh, yeah. And where. How. What, the misdirection. Yeah. Why it, is he wanting me to look here? And I love it when, when Christians, when they can't figure it out, they go, Demons! Demons. Like, no, it's, it's, it's an illusion, bro. Yeah. Okay. Let's just yeah. chill. It's lightings and strings. It freaks you out. And that's how you know they're doing a good job. But th- what God did here is the magic that nobody can do. Like just what you said. He was the only one who could ever have done this. Um, Richard Barcelos uh, says this in an article in Credo Magazine. We'll link to it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. He says, creation ex nihilo entails that the eternal God, the immutable God, the infinite God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit brought creatures into existence without the use of existing material. This also means creation brought no change in God, though it came from God. Things which come from God are teeming with change, though there is no change in God in bringing forth that which changes. Bringing those things into being distinct from himself makes God the efficient cause of creation. That is, God and God alone, the triune God, brought creation into existence without any change in God the Trinity. Mm. And if you know anything about Richard Barcelos and Reformed theology and Reformed Baptist theology in particular, you know they're big on on the immutability of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Divine uh impassibility, things like that. And so again, he's 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 pushing this this very biblical doctrine that God created all things without bringing about any change in himself even though the creation that he made is mutable and subject to change. Mm. And when he 
like Richard did this, right? He started talking about Father, Son, and Holy Spirit involved in creation. Jimmy, how do we see, what are some, what are some places you might go, or what are some verses that we could point to that demonstrate that the Trinity is involved in creation? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, even just in Genesis, um, uh, when God's creating man, he says, let us, us make mm-hmm. man in our image, right? right good. Uh, in Colossians, right? You see where, uh, where, Jesus is is the sustainer of all things as well, right? He not only helped create, but he sustains. Right, right. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Spirit, like you said, uh, God said, let us make man. But in Genesis 1, 1 and 2, it says that the Spirit of God was hovering over yep. the face of the waters. So we do see the Trinity involved in creation. And one of the things that is really clear as you're looking at the catechism and at the confession mm-hmm. is that uh, the confessional position on creation is that it took six days. Six days. Oh, I was going to no, say, I was, I, was gonna, nope. like, I was gonna ask, oh, is Joey going to be saying this? That's what it says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, that, listen, you if you don't like the literal six days, that's fine, mm-hmm. but you're... You can't argue that your view is the reformed view. Uh, the confessional view is that uh, this took six days. I mean, it says it here in um, in the space of six days, so it's mm-hmm. very explicit there. And then in the 1689, chapter 4, verse 1, right? It, it, it pushes yep. this, this very issue. It says, In the beginning it pleased God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit for the manifestation of the glory of His eternal power, wisdom and goodness to create or make the world and all things therein, whether visible or invisible in the space of six days and all very good. Very good. Very good. So, um, all right. So let's just say what this says. God created all things in six days. Mm -hmm. That's what the confession says. Um, what if somebody doesn't like that? What if somebody argue, wants to argue that, uh, that there's room, you can be orthodox, you can you can be a healthy, reformed, or healthy mm-hmm, Baptist guy mm-hmm. and say, like, well, I think the days are probably long periods of time. Or, well, I mean, I, I mean, Scripture does talk about, you know, a day is like a thousand to them or a thousand a day, right? Right. So, like, some people would say, well, you know, the, the word for day in Hebrew, yom, it can be age, it can be day. And it just, they, some people would argue. Yeah, so there's a can, sense of poetic, a poet, yeah. poetic language being used here. And clearly, it is poetry. The whole creation account is yeah. poetry. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean it's not true. It doesn't mean you can't interpret it mm-hmm. uh, as a literal six days. That's all fine. But, Jimmy, in your mind, mm-hmm. when somebody says, uh... I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think the six days literal is the thing. I think God created everything. I think he spoke it into existence, but how it all unfolded, I don't think it took six days. Does that move them outside of orthodoxy? Where does that put them on your, your sus list? When you're, when you're, when you're looking at, when you're, you know what, that's the, the second people. time this weekend you've used that word. I know that you're trying to be hip. I'm not trying to be hip. I know you're really trying hard. I am not trying to be hip. Anyway. I am. So I, am. I heard you say it yesterday. And then the car ride. To do you know? Do you notice my drip today? Uh, I don't know what drip means. It's what I'm wearing. How cool I look. Oh goodness! All right, yeah, I'm way outside of these. Because I had a, a sport coat on today at church. Oh, okay, okay. All right, your your drip. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. Yep. Why is it called a drip? Don't worry about it, Karen. It's fine. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know what it means. Do yeah, you? of course I do. The, well, then why? I can't even tell you the origin of respect right, the drip, Continue. Karen. Nobody cares. Nobody wants no, to no, hear no, about no. this. I want to hear this. All right. Well, um, 
respect the drip? You want you want me to give you the origin I, I, of that? You, you know what? Just tell me whatever. I, I don't know. You're teaching me right now. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. As, as an active uh, mm. viewer of TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And you know. I'm also an active viewer yeah. of TikTok. Now, like you send stuff that's like months old and you send me something. Like, yeah, that was right, that, three that months ago. Okay, that's probably true. <laughs> like, I, uh, I cannot deny, I yeah. cannot deny uh, that. It's, it's fine, it's fine. So <laughs> yeah, the, the, the drip is your is, is your sense of style and what you're okay, wearing. Okay. Yeah, that that's... that. I don't know what the origin of that is. Like, who knows the origin of most of our slang? You literally said, I will I give you, you the origin. But I can tell you, you the origin. You literally said that. I can tell you, respect the drip Karen, that phrase, I can tell you where that phrase came from, mm -hmm. where the Karen thing came from. I can give you all the down uh -huh, low on uh -huh. that. But nobody cares. Because <laughs> you went from, I can do it all to, never mind. I can do it all. Okay. Anyways, question yes. you asked uh, was. Where does that so, put them? On the sus list. I, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I don't really care either. Yeah. I'm good with it. Yeah. No, I. I tend to agree with the catechism yep. and the confession. Yep. I think it took six days. Yep. But I'm good if, if somebody, someone feels differently. If they start denying Adam. <laughs> then I've got an issue. Yeah, we, we I have an issue with that. the denial of Adam. I have a yeah. issue, uh, an issue with the denial that God created all things out of nothing. Yep. Right? Uh, I have an issue that uh, for some, and I've rarely heard it, uh, where the Trinity is not involved in the yeah. midst of it. Yeah. Or they start bringing in more people like Michael the Archangel. Yeah, what? No, they do. I have not heard that one. Yeah. I have not heard mm -hmm. that one, but okay. Yeah, check out Max Lucado. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. All right. Way All to right. go, bro. Way to go. So anyways, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, we just, it's again, it's, there are some things that you definitely, you know, suit up for and fight over, and there are other things you just politely disagree on and talk yeah. about. I fight mm -hmm. over Adam. Yeah, yeah, we'll fight over Adam. Jimmy will punch you in the face. In the throat. Yeah, throat punch on a Thursday. I'm going to give you the goiter. That's what, and you, then you'll drip. <laughs> he be leaking. <laughs> he leaking. I know how to. I know how to talk like a young okay, person. Okay. Okay. Come well, you've you got me. I'm lost. To be honest, I All am right. lost. And and this says that creation was good, and that's yeah. important, Jimmy, because we we look at what God has made. It, what God makes is good. He doesn't make evil things, bad things. Um, now, yeah, even Joe is good. Yeah, well, somewhat, and and that's and that's important for us to recognize, right? God created all things good, but you know, with sin and evil and temptation, corruption and death has come in, and so it's it's a good question to ask, right? Like, so is any goodness left? Is the image of God obliterated in in humanity, or is it still there a little bit? He made creation good. After the fall, is it all bad? Is there some good? Hmm. What do you think? Uh it it has been completely. Destroyed. Heresy! <laughs> yeah, I think most. I think most um, of the theologians that I read would have said would say like, well, you know, the there is still common grace, right? There is still yep. um, in yeah, creation a, a relative goodness that you know still reflects uh, that God is the Maker, right? And people might be kind to one another or be patient with each other, and that's a reflection of the the fact that they're made in God's image. And we're going to talk about that here in a minute. But um, so maybe not, the image isn't obliterated, but it is marred. Uh, some people though, some guys would argue that it's totally obliterated. Um, I, 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 it depends on, on what you mean, right? Is, is, is the goodness of creation obliterated? I would say no, because I see relative goodness mm. exemplified that comes from the fact that it's something that God made. But uh is it good in that it, you know, reflects the glory of God perfectly? Well, no, obviously not. There's, yeah. there's yeah, no yeah. perfect reflection anymore. Yeah. And I think that's where it's important where having conversations where things can be nuanced, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. We like the nuance thing. Wait, what are you doing now? I'm just saying we like the nuance thing. 
We like to nuance well, no, things. You, you, didn't, you didn't say that. You said nuance than. No, thang. I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah. I said we like to nuance thing. T H A N G. Okay. Well, that was in the 90s. That, uh, That's what you just did. No, you, you're Mr. 90s. You grew you up in the 90s. Went, you just went nuance thing. Guess who's doing it? Um, God is doing a new thing. DC Talk. You would know. Uh-uh. Now, <laughs> yes. When I, when I became a believer, they gave me an album. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, here's your Bible and DC Talk album. What year were you converted? 96. Okay. Yeah. 96. So I was converted in 90. So I was exposed to a lot of DC talk and thought they were horrible. Mm. Uh, just was too polite to say much. You know, that was, there was about a two year period where I was, where I was polite. Really? Yeah. So yeah, they gave me DC talk album mm-hmm. and then later was like, Oh, here's your POD. Yeah. I liked some POD. POD even got on MTV. They're pretty mm-hmm. good. Pretty mm-hmm. talented, mm-hmm. pretty talented people. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, let's, let's talk about question 13. How did God create man? Yep. So, how did God create man? I just asked that question. I know. I'm going to say the answer yeah, now. I mean, no, you just say the answer. You have to say I'm the gonna, question I'm again. I'm going to do it The question twice. You know what? You People are lost. Right. How, did how did God, God create, create man? man? God created man, male and female, after his own image, in knowledge, righteousness, and holiness, with dominion over the creatures. Mm-hmm. This is like Latin day. Yeah. We got ex nihilo. Yep. And then fiat. Yep. We didn't really talk about fiat, but whatever. Uh, speaking things into it. And now, imago day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... God created man, male and female. And let's just stop there for a second, right? Like, yeah. Um, the word man in this context, right, means mankind. <laughs> it's not, you know, we, we're, men and women are equally made in the image of God. Now, what exactly does that mean? Giant books have been written on the Imago Dei. Yeah. Uh, innumerable articles, lots of opinions. Uh, and you know what they say about opinions, Jimmy? Everyone has one. They're a common. That's what they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the saying. They're a common. They are common. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the saying about uh, opinions. But that's why I just said yeah. everyone has one, so mm-hmm. it is common right there. I know. That's I'm saying. That's the saying, though. The saying is they're common. So, Joe, what do you say to those people that would look at uh, <laughs> uh, the, the Imago Dei and say, okay, does that mean we are God ourselves? I, actually, I know... To most Orthodox Christians, that just seems like an absurdity, but a lot of people do get confused because if we're made in God's image, we're made in his likeness. Aren't, aren't we, we ourselves God? Then? We're kind of like gods. We're like little gods, right? Aren't we like, you know? Um, we're not here to just, you know, extend our dominion over our right. our territories around us. I mean, what was that book? Never mind. Increase my territory. What was that book? Remember that book? Prayer of Jabez. Prayer of Jabez. Yeah. You know? Anyways. Yeah, that dude made so much money. Yeah, off that book. My gosh, and it was a lot smaller than yours. Oh yeah, it was so small. Yep, and horrible. <laughs> Nowhere near the depth that yours. I don't do. remember. I got a copy. I don't remember how I got it, but like everybody in America, I got a copy of it. Yeah, yeah. somehow, and I read it. Yeah, I got, like, I got a copy of it and the journal. Ooh, look at you, fancy. I know. I was like, Why Did your dad I... buy that for you? No. Yeah, he's looking. Wait a second. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I wonder if he did. Because it would be like a nice thing your dad would do. I could get you like, I'm going to get in the journal. I'm going to get I'm going to get Cool, cool, cool. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. It's like some Mont Blanc pen to go with it. I was like, Dad, next time for like books and stuff, if you just gave me an Amazon gift card, that'd be cruel. Yeah. Because I'll just, it's cool. Yeah, you don't need the. You don't need to go find it. I don't want to. I don't want to. It's like signing you up for Tiger Beat magazine or something. It's like, what the heck? I'm going to do with this. So, all right. So, yeah, we, we, Obviously, the creator creates, and there is a distinction immediately, right? Mm-hmm. The creator doesn't create himself. 
He is eternally existent. Uh, and so when he creates something, it is his property. It is his creation. And so we reflect our maker, yeah, like right? Yep, it means yep. that we're not God, but that we reflect him. Anthony Holcomb, he wrote a good book called Created in God's Image. And he said this, the concept of man as the image or likeness of God tells us that man, as he was created, was to mirror and to represent God. Right. So mm. it's that's that's the idea. You are you and I and all people are created to reflect the God who made us in all that we do. And to one degree or another, we do. We do mirror God in some ways, not perfectly and, and not in all the ways we could. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But even an unbeliever gives evidence that they were made by a maker. And in their best moments, they yeah, can the reflect. generosity, their kindness, yeah. their graciousness. Creativity. Their hospitality. Yeah, the creativity. Mm-hmm. So all of these things can can point to that. And I, th- I think that's an, an important thing to uh, to maintain. But, uh, going along, Bavink said in Reform mm. Dogmatics, Volume 2. So the whole human being is image and likeness of God mm. in soul and body, in all human faculties, powers, and gifts. Nothing in humanity is excluded from God's image. It stretches as far as our humanity does and constitutes our humanness. The human is not the divine self, but is nevertheless a finite creature, impression of the divine. All that is in God, his spiritual essence, his virtues and perfections, his eminent self-distinctions, his self-communication and self-revelation in creation, finds its admittedly finite and limited analogy and likeness in humanity. Yeah, that's... That's the big daddy right there. That's right? Bobbing's talking. You're like, wait a minute. And that's that paragraph alone will chew you up. Hey, there's so much there. Uh, but the idea being that the whole human being is made in God's image and that we in various ways reflect him even in our physicality. Not that God is a physical being. We know that God is a spirit. The Bible mm-hmm. teaches this. The confession teaches this. But I, but Joe, I read, uh, I read this one theological uh, work, um, really well-known, respected, uh, that talked about uh, God physically as a uh, African woman in mm. in a in a shack. Yeah. Now was was that which one? So which part of the Trinity was she though? Because there were there were three people. Mm-hmm. Was she the Holy Spirit? I don't remember. Uh, that's the mystery of Christ. Oh, okay, okay. That's the mystery. So uh, when you say there's no physical, I mean the shack. It's true. It's true. I mean, if we're looking at, you know, uh, books written by heretics, there's a, there's a lot of... You know what? You're right. Why don't we exclude that? Okay. Take out the heretics is if we just stick with the orthodox. Okay. Well, then there is no physical. Okay. Okay, No no physical. No physical. And yet, even here, it's like um, we still reflect God in all... Like the image of God is stamped on the whole person. And um, even though this this analogy of God is finite and limited, as Bavink says is really good. But this is why I think the, uh, the, the catechism actually puts it in some concrete terms, you know, what this, um, what this Im- image of God means, right? Because yeah. he says, in knowledge, righteousness, and holiness. So yeah, we look at Ephesians 4.24, and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Well, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it literally, it literally says, says it. it right there, you know? And so, yeah, like we might, as you're talking about before, we, we might mirror, but that mirror is still dim. Right? Yeah. It's still dimly lit. So even that, that, that form of righteousness or that form of holiness that mm-hmm. is exemplified, uh, is not necessarily 
a attaboy for me, mm-hmm. but it's a dim reflection of the glory of God. Right. And and we know that this is a part of, you know, the original Imago Dei, because Adam was, of course, created righteous, upright, perfect. Um, and we are being remade, like refashioned. This is, this is why I've always appreciated it when preachers and theologians have argued that, um, that sanctification is really like you becoming more fully human, mm, yep, right? It's, yep, the, it's yep. the restoration of God's image on you, which has been corrupted. See, the corruption of God's image in you is the destruction of your humanity. This is why the Bible oftentimes says like, oh, I acted like a beast and not a man because I was in my sin and being ignorant. Yeah. So to be sanctified, to be saved, to be changed, just to become more human, human is not fallible and, and errant necessarily. It means that created in God's image. And to go so, back to what you were meant to be. Right, exactly. That's the becoming part of what it means to be a Christian. And this idea to become of- Become the ontological self. Oh, did you hear Jimmy? Oh, did you hear Jimmy? Oh, I heard Jimmy just say ontological self. Oh, now the question is, did I use it right? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, go ahead that. and uh, hit us up uh, <laughs> at Doc and Devo on Twitter and Instagram and tell real, Jimmy whether or not he used for real, it For real, I correctly. feel like that word is something I've read in uh, uh, Miroslav Volf regarding the Imago Dei going back sorry, to- who, who's this? Miroslav Volf? Volf? Okay. Yeah. Volf is that right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. Okay. Anyways, yeah, you went to that. You went to that liberal arts. College. First of all, I I, yeah. I read a wide range mm-hmm. of liberal professors. Okay, yeah, a <laughs> wide <laughs> range. Of, there was some yeah. of that, yes. Uh, yeah. And then I had some Bavink and yeah. some others. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. What? I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, I, see, I lived. See, here's the part with Joe. Mm. I lived the take what's good. Yeah, and from every and and you know try to engage with both sides. Right now, I I get that, I get that, but I just don't it, know if I use that word right though. No, but what I'm saying is, is like you know, if you're gonna say I'm only gonna take the good and I'm gonna leave the bad, but you're getting all of it from a dumpster. It's, it's not kind all of all bad. I'm just saying it's kind of all bad. I would also get, but yeah, Bavink and Calvin and others, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since Reiner? you're since you're pronouncing his name Bavink, why don't you pronounce uh, the other theologian's name Calvin? Calvin, Bavink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when it comes to uh, this idea of, of knowledge, uh, Colossians 3, 9, and 10 says, Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. So there again, it's this idea of, of sanctification and becoming what we were designed to be. And it's the knowledge. It's the knowledge of God, mm-hmm. right? It is... Um, uh, the knowledge uh, that that transforms, and in in this imago day setting, right? We are as human beings. Adam was given dominion over the earth. What's that mean? Dominion, dominion. Because it sounds bad. Like, like, what do you mean by it sounds bad? Like, like, sounds like, 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 like a dom, like I'm gonna dominate you, domineering, domination. I'm gonna overcome and subdue. Yeah. And actually, I think that word subdue is, is used there yep. as well. Yep. <laughs> subdue creation. So, so maybe that is part of this. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, to, Why would people be a little like, mm, mm, uh, Because we don't like the idea of being overtaken. Yeah. European imperialism. Or just American yeah. independence. Yeah. Like we just, yeah, it makes people uncomfortable. But the idea here is that- of, We won't uh, even wear a mask. Continue. Is righteous stewardship. That's the idea, right? To, to exercise a good and godly rule yeah. over creation. That's the design. 
right? It's yeah, it's an, like that picture of God as king. Yeah, exactly. And we're made in his image, so we are supposed to rule appropriately. Because your experience is, like, let's say, oh, your dad was a total abusive jerk, okay? Well, therefore, I can't imagine God as father. Okay, we just, we, we, I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm just saying, like, you have to learn that there are things that are opposite. And you go, well, the opposite of my experience of a father would be God the Father. There's, yeah. a, there's a different way of looking at it. Jimmy and I were very fortunate, very fortunate by, yes. by God's grace to have fathers who loved us and encouraged us mm-hmm. and, and really mm-hmm. were good dads. Mm-hmm. Great dads. But if you didn't have that, then you got to say, well, like, well okay, so when, what's the opposite? Just because all you know are, are bad governments uh, doesn't mean that, uh, that the design is inherently flawed. We're supposed to um, exercise good stewardship, is another way to put it, um, over the creation. And like you said, not to make light of any of that, like we understand that there's certain things because of people's experiences right. that trigger them. Mm-hmm. Huh? See, I'm using the words. Yeah. Uh, uh, that they get triggered by them. Uh, but that's where we have to learn a little bit more self-awareness, right? right? And to to really think through these things that it's not the word itself that is negative. It's what we've associated with and the bad examples that have we've experienced. And so what is then the opposite, the good example as God is Father? Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And I, I, I guess I w- I'd like us to kind of take this, this confessional and catechetical response, right? This statement that God created man, male and female, after his own image and knowledge, righteousness, and holiness with dominion over the creatures. There's a lot that we could say, but I mean, as a, as a takeaway, I think it's good for us to acknowledge what this means for us in our relationships with other people. Yeah. Um, if this is true, and we believe it is, that means that not only are you made for God's glory, your neighbors are made for God's glory. Yeah. You're, you're the, the person who you hate, the person who hates you, the person who annoys you the most the most uh, the person who takes advantage of everything at work and steals the person that you like your enemies are made for God's glory mm. and if they're all made in God's image and they're all made for God's glory yeah then it means they should all be respected and loved mm. because of the image of God uh, imprinted upon their lives you don't just have to love the people that you like and the people that are nice yeah that's easy even Calvin Calvin says this and he actually writes a lot on this he said, we are not to reflect on the wickedness of men, but to look to the image of God in them, an image which, covering and obliterating their faults, an image which, by its beauty and dignity, should allure us to love and embrace them. Mm, just before we put them, burn them at the stake. Yes. Now, why do you got to do that? Why you gotta do that? I'm reading Calvin. <laughs> I'm just saying that wasn't Calvin's thing. I'm just I'm just throwing this out so, there. First of all, Servetus was gonna be burned by any any government I'm just at the out time. There and, just and it wasn't it Calvin's seems rather thing. Inconsistent, he just he's it? not inconsistent. We at least have to. We he's at not have to acknowledge. We don't have to do everything, Jimmy. We could just we, we could just we could just you know what? I don't even care. Fine, don't read Calvin. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm trying to button it up with a Calvin quote, man. You can throw Calvin and Servetus in the mix, and now everybody's going to be like, what? Why did Calvin kill that poor Servetus? Because he's by beauty and dignity, he should allure us to love and embrace them. He loved them by by telling them, stop sinning. Don't sin no more, and I'll sin help you. I'll, I'll help you not sin yeah. no more? Mm-hmm. We light up your life. <laughs> The quote still stands, Joe. Mm-hmm. It's still a very good right, quote. Whatever, man. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You no, can follow really. us online on Instagram and Twitter at DocAndDevo or on Facebook slash Devotion. Mm. You can head to the website, DocDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast. Head up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab that gear. Got some stuff you can pre-order. Make sure you get them hoodies. 
those t-shirts. Get them now, just in time for Christmas. Later. Dummy.